Bitches, welcome back to an all new episode of Vodka Soda Splasher Brand. I literally, I can't believe it's been two months since I made an episode. I mean, I kind of can, but I can't because January came and went. I made a lot of promises on the very last episode that I made. And then, boom, I left Boston and went down to Florida for an entire month. Now, I know the haters are going to say, you shouldn't travel during a pandemic. But you know what, bitch? I went down there and I lived there for an entire month. So there's obviously haters. I heard a lot of um, gossip, subtweets about me. You know what? Say whatever the fuck you want to say. I was gone for 30 days. I've been I've been back now. I've been getting tested regularly, and I've been testing negative, just like some people's attitudes towards me. So yes, that is shade um, to one particular person in general. But you know what? That's not going to be the premise of this episode. The premise of this episode is going to fill you in on something that I like to call my life. Wow, what a month it has been. Well, two months, but I'm going to keep using the phrase a month because there was a lot that happened while I was away. First of all, the weather. I literally don't understand how people do, myself included, winters here in Boston. I I turned 29 on February 7th, and I had never celebrated my birthday that was not in the cold, and I will never celebrate my birthday in the cold again. How do, now that I got a taste of somewhere else in the winter, I don't know how I am ever going to not do this again in my life. Hopefully, when the pandemic ends and the work from home culture stays around, I will be able to go back to Florida and do this every single year because it was the time of my life. I mean, we had, I I came back with the best memories. I shared an apartment. We had a two-bedroom, two-bathroom apartment in Pompano Beach, a little bit north of Fort Lauderdale, with myself, Will, and Joe, and we had the best time ever. I mean, the weather was amazing. The people were amazing. You know, we met a lot of locals. We met um, a lot of waitstaff and bartenders while we were out. And life down there, yes, is so different than life up here, but... When you go down there, I to be honest with you, before I got down there, I was a little bit nervous. I was like, holy shit, this is like, I heard it's like a zoo down there. Yes, you still have to wear your mask when you go to and from the bathroom. You have to wear your mask when you're not at your table. It's just like Massachusetts rules. They are just a little bit more open. Um, but what I, what I missed coming home was being able to eat outside. As soon as we got to Pompano Beach, Will, Joe, and myself unpacked, dropped our bags, and ran to Rosie's in Wilton Manor. So let me explain something to to you guys who have never been to Fort Lauderdale. Everyone calls it Fort Lauderdale, myself included, but you, you know, the gays go out in Wilton Manors and Wilton Manors is its own city. Sorry for this history lesson, but it will make sense later. Wilton Manors is its own city that is basically all LGBT. Everyone there is gay or lesbian. Um, It's essentially P-Town of Florida. So we dropped our bags and we ran off to Rosie's, which is like an indoor-outdoor bar. And obviously we wanted to sit outside because we have not been able to sit outside in Boston. Hello, since fucking October. And we dropped our bags, ran to Rosie's. And Rosie's essentially was the harp and bard of Wilton Manors. The food was amazing. We ended up becoming... um, regulars there and we ended at a lot of the wait staff started to know our name by the end of it and as soon as we had our first sip of alcohol i was like this is where i belong before i went there i was like 
not hesitant or nervous, but I was like, am I really going to be able to last a month not away, uh, away from my own regular life at home? You know, the home base that I, I'm going to obviously miss all my friends. Like 30 days is kind of a long time to be away. Guys, I literally cried the night before we left. I was packing Friday night to leave. And so Will and I have this song. It's um, Treat You Better by Rufus DeSoul. Let me give you a little bit of backstory about this song. Spooky Bear 2019. One of the best weekends of my life. It's time to go home. It's now Sunday. After being there from Thursday to Sunday, you know you know what it's like. And you know, it's like the unofficial close to summer in the P-Town season unless you go to Holly Folly. But you know what I'm trying to say. So when we were leaving P-Town for Spooky Bear 2019, we started playing this song, Treat You Better by Rufus DeSoul. And like it really made us emotional. So every time we now leave a vacation, we'll play that song. So I'm packing and Will was like, I'm going to play treat you better i was like no don't i'm gonna cry i literally squirt one i was shedding tears dom was like are you fucking serious i was like i am yep i'm serious because i do not want to leave so that kind of just shows how amazing the entire month was and kind of like what a life we built down there was so i knew i was gonna miss my friends but i really honestly did not think that i was going to enjoy my time as much as i did so this episode is going to be about some stories that i would like to share with you let's first start with how the fuck am I going to pack 30 days worth of stuff? And I know I have said in the past before, I am a chronic, chronic overpacker. We could be going away for a long weekend, Thursday to Sunday. I have to check a bag because I have to pack 16 different outfits. And my shoes are so fucking big. I have a size 12 foot. How the hell am I going to pack 17 different pairs of shoes and a fucking carry-on? You can't. The answer is you can't. So I really had to be strategic on what I packed. And to be honest with you, I brought all my podcasting equipment down and quickly realized I was not going to be able to do any episodes because it was just go, 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 go from the time we got there to the time we left. So I apologize for that, but you will get a lot of details in this episode and then episodes to come with other people that will be on. I digress. So the week before we left, I was like, what the, how the hell am I going to pack? Because all my summer clothes are light, but I want like 16 different pairs of shoes. I have all these different plans. What am I going to do? Get to the airport the day we leave. My bag, of course, is 55 pounds. So I'm sitting in front of the fucking, the woman who's going to take my bag. I'm like, um, yeah, so I got to take about five pounds out of this bag and to which I did. So I only had to pay the $35. Okay. Good for me. And this is the thing with me. When I overpack, I sometimes will, and by sometimes all the time, will probably wear the same like four outfits and I will, n- I will not even look at anything else that I had packed, which is a problem that I have. But on this trip, I actually wore every single thing at least once, which is a big deal for me because that never happened. The first week, Tony and I decided, actually it wasn't Tony and I, Tony's friend Vanessa decided that she wanted to charter a boat out of Miami and that we wanted to go do like a four hour ride run around, you know, see Billionaire Bunker, see Star Island, all the houses, the Miami skyline. So we're like, you know what? Fuck it. That sounds like a great time. We'll bring a ton of tequila on the boat. We'll have a good day. It's sunny. It's beautiful. So that's what we did. This was the weekend of leading up to my 29th birthday, which was on um, the 7th. So we pull up to the sandbar and we're like, okay, this is good. Can we actually go see everything else? So we had this amazing tour guide. His name was Chef Jeff. Um, he is like a celebrity chef. He has, you know, cooked for Beyonce, Jay-Z, a ton of super successful athletes. So he like, he would, but he does this job as a side gig because he loves it so much. So at the end of the tour, 
we saw like an hour left and he was like do you guys want to go back to the sandbar we were like okay that sounds great so we go back to the sandbar we're drinking tequila next thing i know i look over and tony is taking pictures with raccoons now keep in mind it's during the day so like i don't think they're supposed to be out in the sunlight i think they're nocturnal creatures they were begging for food. Tony's like dangling a piece of empanada over them and they're literally doing a dance. So he's like taking selfies with these fucking raccoons. I was like, Tony, if one scratches you, we're going straight to the hospital because it has rabies. It was, he loved the raccoons so much. Maybe I'll post a picture of him with the raccoons. I was dead. Chef Jeff was like, okay, dad, you like love these raccoons. I've never seen someone love animals so much. A wild animal that literally shouldn't even be out during the day. They were running around trying to kiss everybody on this goddamn sandbar. Um, yeah, so if you ever need to go take a private, um, a nice little boat. I almost said private chat. Yeah, fucking right. I wish. If you ever want to charter a beautiful boat, hit up Chef Jeff. Let me know, and I can give you all of his information because he literally was the best. <laughs> you know, we're like, okay, we want to go to the beach. So I, there's... Like I said earlier, there is a there are a lot of similarities between P Town and Wilton Manors in like Fort the Fort Lauderdale. So we were told that we need to go to Sebastian Beach. That is the gay beach. It essentially was Boy Beach or P Town just on the strip without the commute, without the hike of going through. You know, I call it going to Travel Council. You don't have to go to Travel Council to get here. It's literally just right off of the street. Everyone there was gay. The water was amazing. It was crystal clear blue. You know, on those beaches you can kind of just drink openly. So you bring your seltzers, you drink all day, you're in the sun, and then, you know, you go home. Everyone there was so gay and so fucking ripped. I was like, I literally took my shirt off, looked like a beluga. I was a beluga whale. I was like, this is, this is good. This is good for the self-esteem. And, you know, I'm at this point, I'm literally white as a ghost. I looked like Casper. I was like, this is fucking great for my self-esteem. But you know what? Everyone there was so nice. If you talk to somebody, they weren't going to blow you off like they do up here. They weren't going to be mean to you. Everyone kind of like wanted to get to know you, where you were from. And it's crazy because you would look over and you would recognize people from Boston. We recognize people from New York. It's there was It was a, a melting pot of people that you have seen on Instagram or that you have met in real life at, in P-Town or wherever. So it's pretty cool to go to this beach down in Florida and have a base of people that you actually know. And I wasn't really expecting that. I knew how gay it was, but I didn't know really how gay it was. And it's funny because before we went down, Will was like, hey, just so you know, like these two on Wilton Drive, which is where all, all like the um, restaurants and stuff are in Wilton Manors. He was like on the drive, two of the restaurants that we're going to go to are essentially in a parking lot. And it, it took me a minute to visualize in my head. I was like, what do you mean? But then when you show up to these two places, you're legit eating in like a strip mall parking lot. But it is the best strip mall parking lot you could ever be in in your entire life. I mean, I had the time of my life dancing in parking spaces legit dancing in parking spaces um i ended up i ended up getting a crush on one of the bartenders down there his name is chad if you ever go to georgie's alibi we called it alibi it's the same owners as monkey bar in p-town ask for chad the bartender he is the sexiest man i've ever seen in my entire life him and i were doing green tea shots all night he was so fucking hot it was so sad to leave him and he was one of those bartenders that I didn't really know if he was gay or straight. So you kind of like test the limits when you start flirting with him. I took one of my, and this is how, so I, I knew at one point that he was gay because he, I took 
my bracelet off for a second and I put it down on the bar and he picked it up and he was like, oh, this could be like my cock ring. And I was like, excuse me, what? He's like, yeah, I'm like six and a half inches thick when I'm hard. I was like, okay. And then he was like, your hands are so soft. Like you should, you should really like hold my hand right now. And I was like, okay, you know what? You definitely are gay. Um, unfortunately I didn't go home with him, but if you're ever down there and need someone really hot to look at, go ask for Chad at Alibi and you will not be disappointed. Story about Joe, Sandy and Edie or Edith, but she goes by Edie. So Dom gets in on Monday so excited to see him. Can't wait to show him around. You know, at this point, at, he came down the very last week. At this point, I'm a local. I'm a regular at a lot of different places. So there's a place called Shooters, which is an actual Fort Lauderdale. It's right on the water. They have happy hour from 4 to 7. And I was like, Dom, we're going there. It's it's half off cocktails from 4 to 7 and then half off food. And so we were like, let's go. So Brendan myself and Dom ended up going to shooters and we were going to have Will and Joe meet us. So it, when you go to shooters, the happy hour is at, at the bar or at the couches that are laid out for you across like the sprawling turf on the water. So I was like, all right, we're going to sit here because we got here so early. We're going to sit on this couch. There's plenty of space. So it's just Dom, myself and, and Dunny. And we're sitting there. We order drinks. Next thing you know, these three women come up to us, Joe, Sandy, and Edie and they're like wow you hello men are you can we sit next to you we're like sure we're only expecting two more you guys can take like the other half of the couch like totally up to you you can sit next to us you don't have to sit sit next to us but the offer's open you can stay there and they were like this is great and then then the next thing out of their mouth was your girlfriends must be very lucky first of all yeah, my girlfriends in real life, like Steph and Danielle, are very lucky. And I'm very lucky to have them. But girlfriend romantically, sweetie, no. she They had no clue that we were gay, which to me is a little bit shocking because I think sometimes I can come across as very gay. But, like, Dom can be straight acting and Dunny was fucking asleep. So, you know, I was like, hmm, interesting. So then they sit down and we start talking to them. And they actually are very nice. Joe was the leader of the pact. She was the one that told Edith what to do and what the, who – she told Sandy what to do. So Dom was like, how long have you ladies known each other? You guys have, you guys definitely seem like you have chemistry and they have known each other for over 40 years. So, which was like pretty inspiring to have friends for that long because they know a lot about each other and they know exactly what buttons to push with each other and what, what buttons not to push with each other. So we're sitting there and she was like, all right, Uh, Joe was the leader of the pact was like, oh, well, we want to know about you guys. You know, what about your girlfriends or whatever? And I was like, oh, I, you know, I just have to tell you guys something that we don't have girlfriends. We're actually gay. And Joe goes, oh, did you hear that? To her friends. She goes, they're gay. They were like, we have never, we don't have any gay friends. We're from St. Louis. You know, we don't have any, any, gay, any gay friends. And, you know, and then Sandy was like, yep, no one from my high school is gay. They all got married or died. <laughs> um, they could have married men. You know, you don't know that. And... If they're dead, rest in peace. But they could have divorced their wives later and then went and hung out with men. I know because I know in Peabody that's happened before. So here's the thing. They're like, so Joe looks at us and she says, I want, tell me all about gayism. Gayism. I was like, what the fuck? Okay. But sure, because I love talking about myself and I love talking about being gay. So sure, we can talk about our coming out story. So each of us, Dom, Danny, and myself had to tell our, as Joe called it, our soliloquy of our coming out story and whatever. At one point, Dom looked at Joe. So this place, Shooters, is kind of off the beaten path. He looked, so she, Joe 
like I said, was the ringleader of the group. She has a home in Fort Lauderdale and also has a home in St. Louis. So everyone was coming to visit her. So she was like, Dom was like, Joe, they, like, it's so nice that you found this place. This is like a hole in the wall. This is like a secret. And she oh, no, this is no secret. There is no secret about shooters. This place is famous. And we were like, okay. And then she kind of was like a bitch. <laughs> and... <laughs> Dom kind of called her out on it. He was like, "Wow, you can be a little bit bitchy." And she's like, "That's right, I am a bitch." And I was like, "Oh my god." Okay. So then we asked them to guess our age. She looked at Dom dead ass right in the eye and she goes, "Hmm. You are Now let me see. You are 52." She fucking thought Dom Petito was 52. She guessed I was around 30. And then she also guessed that Denny was around 30. 52. I looked the oldest out of the bunch and she didn't even, she didn't even dig me that hard. I was like, Jesus Christ, this bitch is nuts. So then I'm sitting next to Edie and I got to get, I got to tell you a story about Edie. I mean, and you know what? Maybe I'll post a picture of the, of us with these women after when you watch this episode or listen to this episode, but Edie's sitting next to me and she's like, I got to tell you a story of when I was on my honeymoon. I'm like, okay, tell us the story of when you were on your honeymoon. She's like, so I'm sitting in the airport in Honolulu because I went to Hawaii with my husband who's four years older than me. I went to the airport with him as, I mean, duh, as we were leaving. And she was like, so we were putting our luggage in the luggage room, which I don't even know if that's a thing anymore. I, I didn't even know that was a thing. Whatever. And he just gave me this look. And then we fucked. I was like, oh, my God, Edie. Jesus Christ, bitch. What the fuck? She's like, yep, we had sex in the luggage room because he was so horny. So was I. And we knew it was the last time that we were going to be able to have sex before we went home. I'm like, okay, this woman literally wants the dick and she needs it right now, too. And then she goes, and then guess what? I conceived my son. I was like, oh my God. Her, so her son, who is my dad's age, was conceived in the luggage room at the Honolulu airport. So these are the types of stories that we were getting from these ladies. Like one of them got jumped when she was in Barcelona. Sandy lived a rough life. This poor Sandy girl, she she had a husband who got really sick when she was 39. She was widowed by 43. She met another husband and then he also died. So she is a tough bitch. And then we kind of got into the conversation asking about, you know, the vaccine and stuff. Joe and Edie were fully vaccinated and Sandy refuses to get the vaccine because she doesn't think so. But then when you started talking to them, you know, Edie was like, I refuse to shut down my house during this pandemic because we have to play bridge every single week. Come with the mask or don't come with the mask. I don't give a fuck. I have to play bridge every week with my girls. I was like, this, these women are crazy. They're legit crazy. So we ended up getting so drunk with them. Will and Joe, I texted Will and Joe, and I was like, all right, we, so we met some people at Shooters. Wait until you guys get here, and you can introduce them. The look on their faces, like, uh, <laughs> can you imagine me being like, yeah, so we met some friends. And next thing you know, we're sitting with our grandparents, with our fucking grandparents. Yeah, so that's what happened with um, Edie, Joe, and Sandy. There were great times. They were great ladies. And also, while we, while we were sitting at Shooters, it was just it was just me, Dom, and Dunny at this at this point. We were saying we were talking about. Oh no, wait! I guess um, I guess the other ladies had joined us at that point because they heard us say that we were from Boston. And this woman came up to us from Velo Vodka, and she told us that it's a Boston-based vodka company. It's made with mineral water. And she would like us to try. So she whipped out a bottle and gave us a bottle of vodka to try. I have, I can't recommend it yet because I haven't tried it. It's still sitting on our counter. We flew it back up here to Boston. 
am trying to do Sober March. So you won't get a review really till April. Um, like I said, trying. Don't drag me when you see me out getting a... a I'm allowed to have drinks on two... Occ- I'm digressing, but sorry. I'm allowed to have drinks on two occasions. One, if I'm hanging out with like... If I'm going on a date or if I'm hanging out with someone that I'm like trying to get to know. Or two, if I'm going on a catch-up session. I'm going to get drinks tonight. Tonight's Wednesday. So last night for everyone... It's going to come. Nope, that's a lie. Today's Thursday. So whatever. I'm going out with Jack Griffith to go catch up. I haven't seen him in four months. So I'm al- I'm allowing myself to drink. I just do not want to get drunk every single weekend because I'm trying to get this body right and in tight for P-Town. Anyway, now I forget what I was saying. Oh, my God. That's great. I love going on tangents. Um. Oh, the Vela Vodka. Yes. So uh, no recommendation yet, but I will let you know because they're trying to um, – expand in Fort Lauderdale and Miami. So we ended up getting a free bottle of vodka. And then, oh my God. And then the server that we had, he felt so bad for us that we were entertaining these older women. He brought us over an order of coconut shrimp. It was literally so nice and so sweet. Yeah. So that's the story of Edie, Joe and Sandy. If you're lucky, I will, I will put up the picture of all of us together. They, they thought we were celebrities. They thought Joe Millette honestly looked like a celebrity. And then they thought that we were celebrities. We had to take Per their request, we, they had to take group photos with us on everyone's camera, um, all three of their phones, Sandy, Joe, and Edie. And then we also had to take pictures of just the boys because they were like, we're going to send these pictures off to our kids and our grandkids, and we want to tell them that we went cool people. It made us feel good, uh, but it was definitely one of the f- more funnier experiences I had down there because these oh, these older women were so interested in our lives. It was obviously fun to talk about ourselves, but it was it was definitely interesting to talk to to talk to people who have been through a lot, who have been through a lot. Interesting situation that Dom and myself got into. Picture this. So Florida sun, it's sunny, beautiful, barely rains. It rains, you know, maybe twice while we were there. We have to get an Uber and go home. It's like 11 in the morning. We're like, all right, we're going to go home. Um, I'm not going to give you that story. Why? But so we decide to go home and it's downpouring. And in South Florida, it doesn't really downpour like the way it was. So the roads were flooded. The Uber ride that should have taken 25 minutes max ended up taking 57. We were jet skiing down the highway. Cars had waves flying off of them. They had it looked it literally looked like the world was ending. There were cars in ditches. There were cars in the median. There were cars that were floating. And as we're driving, we could hear the water smack the bottom of the car. We were in a Nissan Sentra. I looked at Dom and I was like, I think we're going to die. And he was like, please don't speak to me. I'm stressed right now. I need to get out of this car. I was like, okay, that's fair. Um, we have videos of it. It actually was crazy. I, I thought we actually were going to float away. It was downpouring. It, w- it literally looked like a tsunami. I was so scared for my life. And then once we survived, we went and rewarded ourselves with Hooters. And I hadn't had Hooters in probably like 10 years. Now it's one of my favorite places to go. Dom and I got matching Hooters fanny packs. So if tea happens this summer, look out for our matching fanny packs because that's why we got them. They're like so tea-esque. I literally can't wait to show them off. It is time for my recommendation of the week. Like I said earlier in the episode, I want to try Vela Vodka, but I'm trying, trying to do a sober-ish March. So if anyone does go out and try Vela Vodka, or if you have tried it, let me know how it is. I can definitely talk about it on here. Um, You'll be seeing it posted on social media because the CEO told us if we post it on social media, she'll send us more bottles of vodka. 
But my recommendation of the week comes from nobody other than Don Petito. So when he was visiting for the week, he brought this cream with him. Brazilian bum bum cream. Now, I'm not like a Sephora gay. I really never go there. Um, but I fell in love with this cream. It smells like legit sex. It smells so fucking sexy. It makes me want to fuck it so bad. It smells like salted caramel, vanilla, and just like good ass fucking sex. So as soon as I put it on for the first time, I was like, I need this forever. I immediately ordered it online and then I got the spray with it as well. So if you're looking for a great scent and a great cream, I highly recommend Brazilian Bum Bum Cream available at Sephora or online. Um, I haven't really checked. That's I got I just got it from Sephora. Um, and it's my lucky cream. I'll tell you that story later. But yeah, it is so fucking good. It smells so sexy. If you wear it, I literally am going to want to army hammer you and eat you fucking alive. So that is my recommendation of the week. Bum, Brazilian Bum Bum Cream. All the time we have for this week. Thank you so much for listening. I am so excited to be back. I wa- I actually... This can, I, I watched um, a Call Her Daddy episode on YouTube with Paige DeSorbo from Summer House the other day. And I was like, fuck, I, this just makes me really, really, really want to get back into the podcast. And I know I said that back in January, but things got really busy. And then I went away for a month. But now I'm back. Now I am back. And I do have a lot of different plans coming up for great episodes like Get to Know Me Tag or TMI Tag type of episodes where I think you'll get to know me a little bit more. And then also I have a really good episode planned with probably sick of hearing his name with Don Petito. Um, <laughs> no shade, no shade. And that one's going to be really good. I think that, you know, coming up, everyone wants to have a nice you know, hopefully we have a, a normal summer coming up. So everyone, I think, wants to have a hot single summer. So we're going to do an episode on navigating gay friendships and gay relationships. Because, you know, sometimes when you meet someone, you have to make a split dec- a split second decision being like, am I going to fuck this person or am I going to be their friend or do I want to be their boyfriend? And Dom and I have some good stories and advice on that, maybe based off of an experience that we both went through together. So... That is going to be one of the episodes coming up very, very um, soon. And I'm so excited for that. We were going to do it before we left, but then again, just didn't do it. So everyone have a great rest of the week. Have a great weekend. Thank you so much for listening. And I will see you next time on Vodka Soda. Splash a brand. Hello, bitches.